Hey, welcome to episode seven of... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Oh, fuck! Hold on. Welcome to episode seven of... Yeah, we said it. <laughs> um, if this is your first time listening, I'm Emma, and this... Is Ellen. I'm her mama. And I have been blogging for almost a decade, and... and I've been reading blogs for longer than that. <laughs> um, and everyone loves my mother, Ellen. Um, not everyone. Almost everyone. Okay, if you say so. If people don't... I'll take it. I'll take it. We're not going to argue If about some it. people don't hate you, you're not doing it right. That's Is that what, true? That's, that's what someone told me years that ago. I am 100% doing it right. <laughs> Basically, what this podcast is, is me and Ellen giving uh, not unsolicited life advice because we have our, my readers write in questions, but just giving very straightforward, no bullshit advice because that's what you guys seem to like and want to hear. So that's what we're doing. We are available on a multitude of different podcast platforms, but of course, the most important one is Apple. Podcast, so please subscribe and go ahead and leave us a rating and a review. That would be amazing. And if you ever have a question that you want us to answer, email me at Emma's thing at gmail.com. I want to talk about this because my sister has laid down the law to me that she does not want to hear about Marie Kondo. Is that how you say her last oh, name? Oh, yeah. And she doesn't, I am not allowed to use the term sparking joy. If I text it to her, she said she refuses to talk to me anymore. Why? She thinks, I don't know, she doesn't like the whole situation. So I haven't, I haven't watched it yet because I know myself and cleaning and organizing makes me so happy, but I get in such like a, it's like I have to be ready to give an entire day to doing that because once I watch it and I get inspired, I'm going to want to start and not stop. I don't watch it. Oh, I great. haven't read her book. Okay. I just have a sort of on the fringe idea of what she does. And my thing is she just capitalized on something that to <laughs> me is very obvious. And yeah, I've but been, so many people are fucking slobs and like have no, they're hoarders. Well, they may be hoarders, but I just think the way she organizes things, it appears, I could be wrong, it appears like she's got special bins and all kinds of boxes. And then you're spending more money and finding more containers to yeah. put things in. And so I've been doing this for years, only I call it tweaking. Oh, yeah. And tweaking. I, I have That's T W E A K I N G. No, I N apostrophe. Oh, there's no G. It's, it's tweaking. It's a soft G. It's a Texas thing, tweaking. Can you use that in a sentence? I've been tweaking all day long. and every- No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wait, I just realized it sounds like you're tweaking out like on Coke. Is that what they is that? What Isn't it like a tweaking? Like, no, I twitch? Like- I thought it was tooting. Tooting? Oh, you toot a line like blow. Yes. Oh, speaking of Toot that. a line of blow, oh, y'all. What's that, y'all? I do some cocaine. When cocaine started its prevalence many years ago during my dating I've life. never done it. Yeah. I would like to state for the record on this podcast, it's never touched my nose. Me either. I'm not surprised. Of course you're not. <laughs> but I went out with this one fella, and he came home from a business trip, and he had been in this nightclub, and he was talking about how everybody was downstairs, and they were tooting, and I'm thinking in my head... <laughs> They were farting? Oh, my God. They were <laughs> farting, and he seemed, he seemed so excited about it. And I'm like, that is so 
foul. Oh my god, mom and but dad are right. But something inside me told me not to say that out loud, right. like that my description of it. So I just kept listening to the conversation, and then I finally realized. You know, it dawned on me what he was talking about. I guess he gave more of an explanation. Or, oh, my God. But oh, that's what I thought when that's I heard amazing. I was so naive. It, that oh, reminds such me a child. of um, Stefan on SNL with, like, oh, the hottest clubs. Yes. It sounds like a club. He'd be like, dude, everyone farts in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> okay, so... So oh, back, back to, Marie. to Marie. Yes, back to Sparking Joy. I just want to say this that podcast sparks joy for me. Does it? Yeah, it sparks joy for me too, or I wouldn't be doing. Oh, it. perfect. I have a lot of things in my closet I've been wanting to get rid of because I'm sort of on the edge. I just call it being on the edge of glory. I want to get rid of some stuff, and I've been holding them up, going, "Does this spark joy?" And I say it out loud or in my head, and because my sister's not around. And <laughs> honestly, that phrase really does help me anyway make a decision because yeah, that's why instance, she's made like a billion dollar For instance, business off of it. We went out to dinner Saturday night and I had this cute top I bought last summer and I wore it a couple times. But when I put it on, I just didn't feel that great in it. I had to really fuss to coordinate like a little jacket with it. And then I just decided this does not spark joy. And when I get home, I'm taking it off and I'm putting it in a bag and I'm giving it away. And so then I went through the closet and I did that with several Did you do that things. when you got home from dinner? Literally. I ran <laughs> into the kitchen and I got one of my empty grocery sacks. And you're like, Richard, thanks for dinner. I can't talk. I can't talk right now. I've got to start sparking joy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I ran in the closet and I took it off. And then I said, you know, while I'm in here, I'll just put a couple other things in this bag, too, and make it worth my while. Did you, like, actually go through your closet and, like, touch things like you're supposed to? Oh, yes. And held How it much up. did you get rid of? Four tops. Oh, that's not that bad. It was a start. But you have, like, a pretty minimal, like, you, you're like a capsule wardrobe. That's what I want to ask you about. Mm -hmm. Like, you were over here a couple sessions ago. Sessions. Sesh. <laughs> Having a sash. And, you <laughs> <laughs> and you said to me, I have a capsule wardrobe. And I thought, I know that's a compliment. I'll just take it. Oh, is this like a... But in my mind, like let me see I'm right about this. Yes. <laughs> It's capsule meaning that you have... Uh, certain tops that cover, like, you got a long sleeve top and a short sleeve and a sleeveless, and they're all in one color family, and then you have another... Basically, it's like, it's essentially like you have a... I, okay, so I wouldn't say, like, by definition, yours isn't necessarily a capsule wardrobe. But I knew, it's, I yeah, knew it's it. Like, I knew it was. But it's very pared down. Like, it's minimal, but, like, minimal in a good way. It's like you don't just have stuff to have stuff in your closet. That's and, very true. And capsule wardrobe is like that, except it's like a little more calculated. It's like, um, I only have these two pairs of jeans, these two pairs of pants, these two blazers, like a cup, a couple of t-shirts in different colors. And it's like, that's make, all, that's all you have. It's like 10 pieces of clothing and you make different outfits combos, with them. different combos. Yeah. Like Which when I, you go on a trip and you say, I'm yes. going to, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm pretty good at that because a lot of stuff and clutter just, I can't do it. And I... I like trends, but I'm real selective about what I'm going to put on a hanger and where. Yes. You're selective about what you actually let live in your closet family. And then I freak out when I need something that I don't have. Yep. And then I run to the stores and I look for a bargain. I love the idea of a capsule wardrobe. I just, I already feel so bad when I do closet cleanouts and get rid of so much stuff that I'm just like, oh my God, like... I have to say, though, some of your stuff is just, it's dated, it's older, you've moved not, on. Not anymore. Not anymore, but when you used to do oh, that. Oh, yeah. I kind of want to go back to my closet and, and touch things and see if they spark joy. You should. 
I mean, I'm I just do, a huge. I even do shoes. Like, I'll go. I'll put them on and go. I'm never going to wear these. Why did I get them? Or you know, I wore them once, and I'm like, I'm not going to wear these. Whenever I put them on, they don't make my outfit look complete. This is the exact same. Uh, principle as I so I wrote a blog um, I don't I don't know when I'm gonna post this episode so whatever I wrote a blog very recently about um, dating and like my new approach to dating did you read it by the way yes I did okay um and I mentioned Mark Manson in it and the fuck yes or no article yes that I that, told that, you to read the whole like spark joy Marie Kondo thing I feel like Basically, fuck yes and no can be applied to everything in life and should it's the same thing so like yeah when you're getting dressed you want to be as confident as you can. So why would you wear something that doesn't, when you put it on, you're not like, oh my God, I look so cute. Don't wear something like mediocre. Don't settle. Don't settle for anything in life, which leads us to today's question. Hi, Emma and Ellen. I have a feeling you're going to get a lot of dating questions. Yes, we, we have, <laughs> which I love listening to, but I wanted to ask something a little different. I'm, gonna, I, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm in my late 20s, and the ups and downs of my 20s sucked, as they do for everyone, I'm sure. Yeah, they do. But I'm glad I'll be 30 next year and leaving this decade behind. What is some advice you have for someone entering their 30s about living their best life? I would say that it's not really like advice that I can give you. I think it's more so that something shifts, I feel like, when you turn 30, no matter where you are in your life. And it shifts for the better. Um, and you stop caring as much. I mean, you still care because I still care a lot about things. But it's like you go through so much shit in your 20s and you're going through jobs and you're going through guys or girls and you're going through friends and like trying to make new friends and bringing new friends into your group and you weed through so much shit that I always said like if I if I can just make it to my 30s in one piece I will know that I've made it in life and I'm going to be okay and everything's going to be okay um and so I think just like relish in the fact that you made it out of your 20s alive and try and take any lesson that you learn, no matter how small, and put it into practice for the next decade of your life. I think the 20s are the time for making mistakes and being silly and finding your way. Totally. And when you enter your 30s, you just have a more uh, realistic attitude about things. And I think your thoughts and your considerations are deeper based on everything you learned and went through in your 20s. Like, not to say, like, you can still have fun, obviously, in your 30s, but I think, like, everything's a little more calculated. Like, everything feels, you're just, you're taking things into consideration for the future now. Right, and I don't think telling somebody how to live their best life is even necessary, because, like, you should, you're just, your mindset shifts in your 30s because you've put all of the exploration and hopefully all the drama and drama hopefully yeah behind most of it anyway yeah. behind you so if something like that presents itself you're probably not going to go there as quickly as you would have in your 20s it blows my mind that people get married in their 20s it really does and i know that it's common and i mean that's like typically i mean the, for the majority of people that's when it happens but it's just even i just really feel like even if i had met the right person or anything like that i wouldn't have been ready because I feel like such a different person than even just four years ago. Well, some people are old souls in their 20s and they get it. 
and they, and they know what they're doing. But those, to me, are few and far between. And I really admire them. And I think it's, you know, like I always wanted to be that person. Yeah. But, oh, I wasn't. I still think I was growing in my 30s and my 40s. I mean, I'm still growing and evolving. I don't really know if I can give a specific response to this question about living your best life, quote unquote, in your 30s. I just think you're going to live a different life than you did in your 20s. It's a more settled life Mm -hmm. and uh, your goals are going to be different. Yeah. And and like just from firsthand experience, like I've, I've traveled so much more in my 30s so far. Um, because you're making more money. Yeah, I'm making more money. I can afford to do that for myself. You're not as silly and immature and you can handle all of, even traveling by yourself. Yeah, which, well, I'm taking my first solo trip in June, which I'm so excited about. Um, But traveling by myself and, like, also, I think, like, you just, because people people go in different directions in their 20s. So by the time you get to your 30s, who knows, like, where, if you're going to be on the same page as your friends, if you're not, whatever. But it while it becomes increasingly more difficult to figure out each other's schedules to plan a trip or anything like that. It also, it becomes easier to, I don't know, for me, it's just become easier to be my own best friend, not like turn inward, but I, it's, although I don't feel settled in my love life at all, I feel settled in pretty much everything else. And I just have this sense of confidence, like, I make a good living. I can do things for myself. I'm going to I'm going to do those things for myself because even in my darkest hours, I I know that like there's going to come a day where uh, it's not just my money anymore and I'm not going to be able to get away and go do this and that or like even get a massage or treat myself to a manicure and pedicure or just indulge in these ways that I can right now with where I'm at and at my age. And I think that's probably the biggest piece of advice that I could give you. Like just lean into your thirties. Like I got, I bought my first car this year. Um, I'm like you I said, mean you had a car, but you bought it on your own. Yeah. Like it, for you didn't the, have help from us. <laughs> no, I had zero help from anyone. Like I bought my, my dream car. I am going to be, tra- I'm traveling a lot this year. Um, I'm like finally starting to do stuff around the house, like take care of my yard and just stuff like that and be more into interior design. Like, it's just, I don't know. I, and I love it. I love it so much. It makes me growing, feel... You're growing up. Yeah, which... You're I, an adult. You're not a kid. In your 20s, you're still a kid. And you're like I said, you're finding your way and you have to experiment and you have to do all the silly stuff. And it's like, I can't even believe all the things I did. And somebody was certainly watching over me. I made so many stupid mistakes. Same. It could have ended really badly. But I was fortunate, and I think a lot of people, I think that's what you're supposed to do in your 20s. I'm sure anybody would say they had those same kind of stories. yeah. Maybe your 20s is for, like, living the stories. Your 30s is for reflecting on them. And, like, your 40s is for... That is deep. I know. And your 40s is for sharing them. Wow. Wow, Emma. Oh, my God. I taught you good. (laughs) I'm so deep. You are. I need to start writing my book. Yeah, you keep saying that. Why don't you? I've been saying it for years. Quit cleaning house and doing yard work. Start writing a book. Okay. But, yeah, I think that's all. Just lean in. And enjoy the shit out of them and just be so happy that you made it out of your 20s alive. And like I said, like even in your most dramatic moments, there there are so many nuggets that you probably took away from your 20s that you don't even realize yet. Like literally something will happen at work and it will happen with a much younger girl in her early 20s. And 
I have to sit back and kind of laugh because I'm like, that was me. And I made the same silly little blunders or I, I thought that the same way, I thought the same way she did. And at the time I had older people telling me like, that's not cool. Don't do this, do that, whatever. But you didn't listen. Oh no, I never do. Well, but you, you can't. I mean, you, you, your parents or whoever adults would give you advice, but you have to just find out on your own. Yeah. I would say like your, thir- I don't but know. Those little nuggets are planted. So you can go and back and click. go, right. They click. Cause you can go back over and say, oh, they told me that was going to happen. Yeah. And now I'm on the other side of things and I'm the one being like, Hey, maybe you should think differently about this. And it's, I'm it, on the other side of things, and I'm always going in my head. You're very young, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> but it's so it's true. A good, it's a good place to be, but it's also a bad place to be because you know that's how I look at a lot of these kids, even thirty years, thirty year olds. I'm like, oh, you're so young. I know. I don't. It's bizarre, but anyway, I would just be really excited for that's it. That's why when you say, "Oh, I'm 32," and I don't have somebody, I'm like, "You are so young. You just don't even know," and. You're going to have the right someone. I know. It's just hard. The to... right. That's the operative phrase. The right. Yes. Not just someone. The right someone. The right someone. Lean in and fucking own it, girl. You earned this. Just remember, roses are red and violets are blue. You're 30 years old and I'm twice as old as you. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. And again, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, rate and review us, and send me your life advice questions at emmasthing at gmail.com if you have any. And we will talk to you guys next time. (laughs) 